morning. Welcome to Daily Exhortations. <clears throat> Today we're moving on into a new book of the Bible. We're actually moving on into the book of Exodus. I don't want to uh, skip over anything in my Bible reading, and so I'm not just ultimately trying to bounce back and forth between different passages, uh, but I feel like Exodus 1 is the natural uh, progression of what we have just read in the book of Genesis. And we've just finished with the death of Jacob in Genesis chapter number 50 with the blessings and all that. Moving into Exodus 1, um, I'm going to skip ahead a paragraph here. We're still in Exodus 1, but we're going to look at verse 15 through 22 today. And the king of Egypt spake to the Hebrew midwives, of which the name of the one was Shifra, and the name of the other Pua. And he said, When ye do the office of a midwife to the Hebrew women, and see them upon the stools, if it be a son, then ye shall kill him. But if it be a daughter, then she shall live. But the midwives feared God, and did not as the king of Egypt commanded them, but saved the men and children alive. And the king of Egypt called for the midwives, and said unto them, Why have ye done this thing, and have saved the men and children alive? And the midwives said unto Pharaoh, because the Hebrew women are not as the Egyptian women, for they are lively and are delivered ere the midwives come in unto them. Therefore God dealt well with the midwives, and the people multiplied and waxed very mighty. And it came to pass, because the midwives feared God, that he made them houses. And Pharaoh charged all his people, saying, Every son that is born ye shall cast into the river, and every daughter ye shall save alive. Okay. So here we have the story. It's been years since Joseph died and the situation in Egypt has changed. There is a new Pharaoh in the land and he does not like Joseph. That's actually how the chapter begin. It says, um, let me see here. And Joseph died, verse 6, and, his, and all his brethren and all that generation and the children of Israel were fruitful and increased abundantly and multiplied and waxed exceeding mighty. And the land was filled with them. Now there arose a new king over Egypt, which knew not Joseph. So this new king doesn't know Joseph, doesn't respect the, the Israelites. They're just a group of people who've basically invaded his land and are taking up the best of his land and uh, the benefits of his land. And he decides to turn against them and there's so many of them he wants to control the population so he goes to the midwives and he tells them these two midwives that if the the babies that are born are male they are to be killed and if they are female they are to be saved alive but the midwives according to verse number 17 says the midwives feared god and did not as the king commanded them but saved the men and children alive. And a lot of times we struggle with obedience because we fear men. We fear what other people are going to say or what other people are going to do or how other people are going to think about us if we obey God. And we allow that to dissuade us from obedience and from doing what's right. But these midwives, they didn't fear men. They feared God. God is more greatly to be feared than any other man in our life. Um, and, and if we fear God, we were going to obey God and do what he wants. And because of that, these midwives obeyed, made God, obeyed God 
and didn't obey Pharaoh, and Pharaoh challenged them, they came up with an excuse saying basically, the Hebrew women give birth faster than the Egyptian women. And so the midwives, when they get there, the baby's already born. There's nothing they can do about it, right? And so therefore, in verse 20, God dealt well with the midwives, and the people multiplied and waxed very mighty. And it came to pass, because the midwives feared God, that he made them houses. Now, I, I wanted to study, what does that mean, that he made them houses? Now, the word there is a, is the word for a dwelling, but it can carry multiple meanings. So I'm just going to give some of those meanings for the word, he made them houses. First of all, could be a house made of brick, clay, or stones, or even a tent. Okay, so it could be a physical dwelling place. It could be a dwelling place, which could refer to like a spider's webs, but is often used of our bodies, or the grave, or bottles, etc. Okay, um, so it could refer to the bodies. It could refer to the inside of something. Or it could be it could refer to the people who are residing inside of a home or families. Okay, so when I when I see this passage that he made them houses, it is possible that God rewarded them by putting it on somebody's heart to build them a house, to give them a physical dwelling place. That is a possibility. It is also possible that God filled their lives with families. God gave them the the member the people inside of that house. He gave them gave them homes, gave them people people in their lives, families to surround them, to take care of them and to love them. I think that's possibly more likely the meaning here is that God surrounded them with with a home, with a family and blessed them in that way. And so Pharaoh, seeing that this isn't working, the midwives aren't listening to me, he changes tactics and he charges all the people saying, and he puts the responsibility not on the midwives anymore, but on the mothers and says, every son that is born, you shall cast into the river. So if you have a son, throw him in the river to be eaten by the crocodiles and every daughter you shall save alive. So now we're going to be shown another group of people in the next chapter who chose to fear God instead of fearing men. Because I imagine there were people who still did fear men, who feared Pharaoh, and were obedient to Pharaoh. But in the end, we need to choose to fear God more than we fear men. To do what's right, even when nobody else understands us and, and agrees with the decision. Hope you have a great day. God bless.